Welcome to Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show, presented by TheIndieRadio.com, with your hosts, Kente and Mosaic. This program hosts a weekly panel of men and women who discuss topics such as dating, the workplace, family, spirituality, cheating, and of course, sex. Monday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, this show is simulcasted live audio and video between Facebook and YouTube, which allows listeners all over the world to gather together to tackle challenging relationship issues. And now here is your host, Mosaic and Kente. Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am one of your hosts, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California, and I'm so happy to be here with you. Uh, something's going on with my um, uh, my, my uh, camera there, but anyway, uh, I am so happy to be here with you today. We have a very fun show planned for you, and uh, Mosaic is not joining us tonight, but we have stepping in for her, the one and only Angie. What's up? Hey, everybody. All right, Angie, uh, you know, it's been a while since you've been on the show. Tell us a little about you and what you've uh, been up to. Ooh, I'm just now uh, having children graduate from college, feeling a little old, but ready to be an empty nester, still doing marriage stuff and and um, supporting and, and helping Black marriages, you know, to get that thing together to show that there are successful Black marriages out here and actually just helping my people. All right. All right. I love it. I love it. Um, and thank you for uh, being on the show tonight. Thank you for having me. All right. And uh, let's uh, start off where we start off with the lady, the other lady on our show. It is Sherry. It's been a while since we've had you on the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I am, um, besides just being a mother of only one, <laughs> um, um, <laughs> you know, I I'm still working on myself spiritually, uh, advancing while I help others do the same, as well as helping them advance metaphysically as well. And so, yep, still doing the same thing. All right. All right. I love it. I love it. And let's get to the gentleman. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, C. Will, the builder. How you doing, man? Hey, what up? I'm doing great, man. Um, yeah, I'm just... Still doing the Inspire thing, as you see. And uh, right now, I'm really focusing on consulting and digital. I'm building a digital agency. So I got that, those things coming up right now. All right. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. And uh, last but definitely not least, our returning champ, the one and only Ryan Perez. How you doing? I'm doing great, Kente. I'm I'm so happy to be here. All right. Cool. 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 But, uh, I was going to say that if anyone's looking for, um, uh, which we'll call it, uh, Dr. Sabi advice, I have a channel called uh, Sabian Academy on TikTok. And if you're neurodivergent and you're, you know, you have issues with ADHD, with um, ASD, with uh, uh, dyslexia, dyspraxia, all of those things, uh, you can follow me on Calibrated Dyslexia on TikTok as well. All right. All right. Uh, thank you so much. And, th and thanks for doing that work. You know, uh, right. very necessary. Very necessary. I need, I need that information because I actually been looking up on my own stuff. 
Oh, oh Dr. Oh, Dr. Oh. Savi, you know, I know some stuff, but not, to, I'm sure to the extent that you have it going on. So I am all in. Okay, I'll send you my links. Like I'm going to TikTok as soon as you send it. <laughs> all right, all right. So tonight's show is uh, we're going to be reacting to content that's on the internet. And, um, you know, the internet is this dark place where sometimes there's a lot of craziness that happens. And uh, so I feel like, you know what, this is a good time for us to kind of uh, react to some of this uh, craziness. Um, so I have to do this. Um, we're, since we're using other content, I'm going to play the fair use disclaimer. Fair use. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, uh, you know, don't come after me. Uh, <laughs> so here we go. Got to play the uh, disclaimer. All right. So the first clip, I kind of talked about this on last week's show uh, briefly, and people thought I was making this up. So I um, I guess uh, we'll, we'll start off with, uh, we're going to start off with C-Will. Let me... Uh, We'll start off with C. Will. Uh, I won't give you any uh, heads up on it. Uh, we're gonna play the video, okay. and you, you uh, give your thoughts on what you think about it. All right. Yep. Start off with something kind of like. You ready huh? for a foodie call? Yes, you heard me correctly. A foodie call. A new trend has emerged on the dating scene, in which a person schedules a date with someone they aren't really interested in, just to get a free meal. The tactic has been dubbed a foodie call, and while it sounds absolutely ridiculous at first consideration, new research reveals it's happening quite often. Researchers at Azusa Pacific University and UC Merced had 357 heterosexual women answer a series of questions about their personalities, thoughts on traditional gender roles, and their personal foodie call histories. Interestingly enough, 33% of the participants admitted to engaging in at least one foodie call. A second study was also performed, this time on 820 women. Of the women collected, 85% reported being heterosexual, and they were used as the focus of the study. Respondents were asked a similar set of questions as the first group, and 23% acknowledged participating in such a foodie call. It is worth noting that most of the women surveyed believed a foodie call was anywhere from moderately to extremely unacceptable. Among both groups of women, those who admitted to foodie calls scored higher in the dark triad. That consists of narcissism, psychopathy, and being Machiavellian. Women who expressed belief in more traditional gender roles were also more likely to engage in a foodie call. So before that next date, you might really want to ask, do you really like me, or is it just the free food? <laughs> Do you even like me? <laughs> so I got a couple of questions for you. One is, what do you think of that? That uh, have you ever heard of that? Also, have you ever? Do you feel like you've ever been a victim of that? And do you think it's essentially wrong to to do that to people? <laughs> okay. Um, yes, I've heard of the idea before. I've I've um, you know it's it's part of I guess survival for some women, but I don't really think it's necessary. Uh, I guess maybe you just want a free meal or whatever. I like the idea that he said it's you know it's in this dark triad group of people maybe on the spectrum <laughs> of something you know, uh, but <laughs> at least you know everyone's not crazy. But um, 
so that's my response to the first question. I, uh, and then have I myself? No, because, um, well, let me think about it. No, not, I, I mean, not in the last, I don't know how many years, because I'm not the easiest person to go on a date with, you know, <laughs> period. Like, it's just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just not easy. So, um, yeah. So, no, yeah. It hasn't happened to me. Um, and because, yeah, it's so hard to go on a date with me. Usually it's like in the, the quality of women I date, you know, they have money. So it's not like they need to use my money to get food, you know. Um, what was the third part? I think I, I can't hear. Kente, we can't hear you. Now you're muted. Yeah. We hear nothing, Kente. We see your mouth moving. Hello? <laughs> Is it me? You're echoey, like your faint, faint echoes. I, can I can't hear. hear. You know well, what? Ahead. That yeah. happens sometimes on here. Um, I think maybe we you remove everybody off the stage and try it again i forget there's like a trick to this well what do you think uh while we waiting i mean i'm sorry whoever's next right so while we waiting on kente so we won't just be uh sitting and looking at kente while he's in amazement over here <laughs> so uh, <laughs> sherry what do you think about it i wouldn't do it personally but i've i have known people that would do it and don't see anything wrong with it. That think that it's okay to have a man for every need, even though they're not serious about them. I don't think it's right because I think that you risk maybe, you know, ending up hurting something. I mean, if, yeah, I guess if both people are on the same page, then maybe it's okay, but I wouldn't do it. I just kind of feel like, you know, what if a person, you know, starts liking me and then I have to be like, what? No, sorry. I just wanted the food, you know? <laughs> no, it's not. That can be uncomfortable. That can be uncomfortable. Mm. Ryan? Can you all hear? Yeah. I can you hear me? Hear you now. Yeah. We can oh. hear you now, Kente. Right. Okay. So, so, yeah. Um, it's an economy, and I think uh, guys walk right into it because you know guys want one thing, and um, and obviously the person on the receiving end wants to get you know some food. <laughs> it hasn't. It doesn't really happen to me because I'm broke. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, it like for me, it doesn't um, doesn't happen to me because the first date. Normally, I want to go on a walk. Um, people have called me. I'm a like because I say I'm a sapiosexual, so like I'm into intellectual conversations. But I'm also a sapiosexual, sa uh, sapiosexual, sapio. It's about you know someone that's a, attracted to intelligence. So I have to have an intellectual conversation with you. I also have to vibe with you. And someone said that I'm kind of it's called demisexual, where you um, are only attracted to somebody if there's an emotional connection. So I don't really, you know, if I can't get a vibe, even just talking to you on the phone or texting, then, you know, I probably won't go on a date. Um, so I never really had that that issue. And 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 if 
and if there is a emotional bond or a good connection, yeah, like I, I don't mind flipping the bill. It doesn't really matter because it's, uh, you know, it's the moment that you share with somebody, whether she's hungry or she's not, you know, it's, I wow. think it, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Wow. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Angie, did you ever, have you ever done a foodie I call? Did, I, did, I didn't. Okay. So I know everybody gave us all these wonderful political answers, but can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I have now been married for 20 plus years. However, was I definitely had people that I called when I had, when I wanted different things. Like if I wanted somebody just to hang out because I was bored or lonely, or if I didn't want to spend some money, I always had people for that. Multiple people, they didn't know they were, that was their purpose, but you didn't get calls for other nothing other than that. And you weren't getting no booty either. So I don't know what y'all got <laughs> going on. You don't know that you are being on a foodie call because if you got any game, you're not going to tell him on a foodie call. You have conversation, you act like you're interested. And then you know, in his mind, he's thinking whatever, whatever. And then, and then you know what y'all have to do. All right, okay, I got to go check on my mama. You know, we'll hit him tomorrow, make plans for another day that we know is never going to happen. So I don't know about y'all, but I've done it a lot. I had booty calls. <laughs> I had foodie calls. I had clothes calls. Shoe call. Whatever I need gas in my car call. I had all kind of calls. Yes, everybody had a purpose because at that time i feel like i couldn't find one man to do it all so that's what we had yeah that's funny uh yeah i i don't know i mean maybe i've been the victim of uh foodie calls i don't i can't call it but uh yeah i i don't know i think it's you know and it's funny because you said the women women you you date see will is uh they have money but i find that it's women with money that do that you know, a lot of it has nothing to do with your money. Yeah, it's it your money. It, it, yeah. It's 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 a mental right um, empowering feeling when I can I can do that. I'm just gonna take mm-hmm. I, like I said, I've been at the game for a long, long time now. But it was an empowering feeling because I knew what I, I if I needed. I said I could tell somebody watch this, and I can tell them what was gonna happen. And if they weren't going for the regular bait. You know, just make what's well, no big deal. You know, I just chill tonight then. Well, now we can, well, you know, I don't want any, I don't want any problems. You know, I just was thinking we can go hang out and chill out, you know, building a little way or whatever. Oh, no, I can make you feel better. Yes, you will. After you feed me. How about that? <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. All right. So, Sherry, you get the next video. And uh, I will give a little setup with this one. Um, you guys have definitely heard the phrase that, uh, these men ain't ish, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this person has a different take on uh, this, or this has a different take. Uh, Ryan will definitely uh, love this video. Uh, but Sherry, you get the first crack. So here we go. The phrase men ain't shit. That shit is canceled. Watch this. I'm cheating. If he goes on vacation with his boys, I am cheating. If he goes outside the country to go visit his mama or in another state to visit his mama, I am going to cheat while he is gone. If he have female friends, I'm cheating. If he have male friends, I'm still cheating. It's not even just the video. Look at the fucking comments. This is so iconic. Huh? This needs to be an anthem. 
We are the same. I cheat for every reason. So my mind is at ease. And these are women. Do you remember back in part one of my series? All the way back to part one. You remember when I said that women have no business saying men ain't shit because women are just as bad, if not worse than men. And y'all swore up and down that I was so full of shit when I said that. Do y'all also remember when I said that women will encourage other women to be toxic, but when you try to encourage women to do better in their relationships and treat their man with the same respect that you want him to treat you, you get bashed, you get hate comments. Trust me, I fucking know. All right. All right. So, so much to unpack there. So, uh, uh, what is your take on the video as a whole? I, I actually agree with what she's saying. And sometimes women are even like worse than men sometimes. Um, I do hate when somebody puts it out there is like, oh, men ain't, you know, across the board. I think that's not right. That is not the majority. And then you've got women who are just doing some just horrible antics that are the first ones to say they're doing it because uh, men aren't ish. And that's their justification. I don't know. I just think two wrongs don't make a right. I, it's wrong no matter how you look at it. I don't know. Mm. All right. What about uh, you, uh, Ryan? What was your take on that? Uh, your auntie over there. Uh, <laughs> so, can you can you re can you rephrase what she said? Because I didn't. She said all kinds of things, and I didn't really get the crust of her. What she was saying is, they always talk about how men ain't ish, but there's a lot of scandalous women out there who who are just as shady as us guys, and they they celebrate their bad behavior as well. Yeah. but So, yeah. I don't know. There's, it's kind of a loaded conversation because I think men will always be in power and we always will have that power dynamic. So when they say that, you know, men ain't shit, you know, they mean it from a, you know, from a patriarchal um, perspective, you know, but it doesn't mean like, you know, this whole Amber Heard situation right you know and she's you know obviously pooping on the guy's bed and doing all kinds of things and i've been in toxic relationships as well but it doesn't erase the fact that there is not a power dynamic between men and women so you know um i believe that both people can be really bad human beings i just you know um but i'm i don't forget the fact that we live in a patriarchal society and a lot of times when women are doing bad things not to excuse the behavior, they do it for other reasons than what men do. You know, like it's different reasons, and and they're and I'm learning to get to understand the other side of of the conversation. Ask me five years ago, I would have been, you know what I mean? I'd be, I, I would have been a, a different. It would have been a different conversation. But I don't know if I'm making sense there. But I don't think they're equal. They're equal. They are equal. Give me a break, bro. <laughs> they're cheating because they're jerks. They're doing their bad behavior because they're jerks. Just like guys are jerks. Women can be jerks, too. 
So uh, you are very kind. <laughs> I'm not kind. Well, I, he's, he's justifying the, with the patriarch, you know, and all that power. There's, there's a, we live in a patriarch. There is different weight to when, you know, for example, if a woman gets caught cheating, the stigma that is put on her, um, you know, for being a slut and stuff like that is different than a guy being like, yo, man, you a slut. And the guy's like, yeah, I know, I know. You know, there's a completely okay. different. There's a completely different dynamic. That? What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. I just think that, like, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with his the perception of himself. But you have to understand that, you know, for women that I've talked to, like, you know, that slut comment towards her is has a different weight and a different meaning than it does um, for for the dude. But so it I'm should not, though. It should. No. I think it's it worse. Comes... It's worse when women are. It's, are slutty. <laughs> That's true. Don't you? You, you said it's worse. Yes, it's worse. There's a double yeah. standard. There's a reason. There's a double standard. It's supposed to be a double standard. They got double standards too in their favor. Can we have one? <laughs> Y'all supposed to be holy. Women are supposed to be holy. They supposed to be holy. Yes, we're supposed to be, supposed holy, to be no. the whore. Oh, Lord. Not y'all. I'm not even yeah. in the But we, we're in the economy now, like, you know, we're in the Tinder era where every everyone's a flick at a button. And I feel like women who cheat are very slick about how they, they handle their business. And mm -hmm. even in their, even in their, their, their comeuppance, they do it with more respect than how the guys do it. You know what I mean? Like, they Cheat with respect. <laughs> they 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 could they are very considerate in how they go about it. Aww. Dudes, you know, like dudes will go and like cheat on her or with their spouse with someone that's uglier. You know what I mean? Women, women will cheat upward. They'll cheat with someone that looks better. Than well, uh, yeah, yeah. Women have more. They do it with respect because. Could they treat with respect. Yeah, they treat with respect because dudes they'll go and they'll 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 cheat with the hunchback of Notre Dame, <laughs> and then the woman's hey, like, man. "What?" She got back. Hey, she got back. Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh no, I, I, you you were really really too nice, bro. No, women cheat because they're jerks. Guys cheat there because they're jerks. There's no excuse. There's no cheating with respect. There's no such thing as cheating with respect. Come on, dude. Well, no, it's the hey, it, I respectfully they're, cheated they're, on you, girl. I'm just saying that the situation. <laughs> I got a better are, girl than you. So I'm, the, I'm a good is, person. The, but, they, they do, but there are reports on this stuff. There's academic reports. The differences in how someone goes into cheating are completely different. They're not equal. You know, you can't treat people. Yes. You, you can't treat the two groups the same. Did They're your just vagina not go with another winky? You ain't nothing. Okay. I, there's no respectful way to cheat on me. It's disrespectful. Yeah. There is no respectful way. If, 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 if you are loyal and she's not loyal, then you're not, you know what I'm saying? It's like you cheated. That's it. You know, um, it'd be different if you're both going both ways. You know what I'm saying? But if I believe that if you're a woman and I see, I see the conversation that the young lady had, you know, with, with her audience, you know, it's like, okay, I'm out here trying to be straight, you know, equal with, with my audience and the women, I tell them, Hey, you know, cheating is bad and all this other stuff. And they come at me like, well, 
I cheat all the time. And they're all like, yeah, we cheat. We like cheating and we like doing whatever because F them niggas or whatever. You know, excuse my language. I don't know what to say here. But um, it's like, okay, uh, that's women empowerment. That's the way I see that kind of conversation. Like they're empowering each other, saying if they can talk to each other like that, we can talk to each other like that. And how are you going to come in here and try to correct us with your goodiness? You know what I'm saying? Because I was the goody person in my family too. You know what I'm saying? And so if if I say anything, you know what I'm saying? They're like, well, you need to go out and get some because I don't know what you think is happening. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, okay, so I see they're kind of doing the same thing. But it's to me, it's still wrong. You know, if you're violating the trust, you know, then just be honest. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if that's what you're doing and you get caught, I think women are better at it. I think they're more sophisticated. I think they're more logical when it comes to like what was Ryan is saying is like a dude cheats. Like I said, he's more focused on the head, the brain down there. And it's just once fulfillment, you know what I'm saying? Women, they want same thing. They want with their particular, you know, their partner, you know what I'm saying? Not same thing, but they want it. How can I say it? Uh, like Jada, take Jada and Will for example. You know what I'm saying? And you can't, and, take, them, and, you can't take them nuts for nothing. Yeah, I'm just using <laughs> an example that everyone can hear. You know, uh, but I just forgot about them. Thanks for bringing them up. I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, but that's, no, you no, know, that's I don't good. pay attention to a lot of stuff. But <laughs> I pay attention to that. I like Will and Jada, so um, I know they're on all kind of other stuff too. But because of what, no, we're not going to get deep. But the point is. Uh, um, Jada, you know, was not just cheating. She was also being the therapist. She was getting to do all kind of things. I'm pretty sure she couldn't do a wheel, you know, with Mr. Perfect or something, you know. So it's like, uh, you know, she's getting way more out of it than just sex, you know. And so I think that's something that women, especially ones of a, higher, a certain degree, do. But like, like um, Angie was saying earlier, you know, it's like, okay. What is my purpose from this? And can I get more than one thing out of this person? You know what I'm saying? And I get something out of this person, that person, that person, that person. You know, it's like, you know, it's it's a, it's a game. That's why they call it the game. So I think, you know, they're they're better at playing the game in general, period. You know what I'm saying? Because they're, they're better communicators. So, mm-hmm. uh, Angie, uh, what's your take? Uh, and, and, uh, I'm not going to use Will and Jada for it. Kind of <laughs> okay. so, we don't love him, honey. And so we're not even going to play the game like that's a normal healthy nothing. That mess right there is a mess. Hashtag <laughs> we don't do Will and Jada. That relationship goes never have Okay, On to our topic we're talking at hand. So I a um, couple of different things. So I get what Ryan was trying to say. Very nice. <laughs> but women and men both cheat for the same reasons. You got some women, you got some men that are just hoes. Right. They just want to have sex with whoever, however, whenever. You got some that cheat because there's something they're lacking at home that has an area has now gotten fulfilled. And it doesn't have to be sexual. Like if your partner at home is not um, spending time with you or having conversations. So you got this person at work that now actually pays attention to you, what you wear, what you look, and that's something you're missing at home. 
we tend to get emotional connection. Women are emotional beings, but men like that too. They like that woman at work that when they say something, the, the woman just goes and does it. Like she may work with him and maybe her job to do it, but she doesn't give him lip. Whereas to his wife at home may be giving him lip. Whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent, that's just things that when we're missing things at home, that's the kind of thing that can come out of that. So the, the thing about it is that women are better multitaskers than men in life. So we're better at cheating than men because we understand that we still got to take care of our, our man and cook and do the kids and all this stuff. Well, then I got to call my side dude too. And I just, I just, I'm going to the grocery store. I'm going to call him. I'm going to talk to him away to the store. Cause I know he don't want to go to the store with me so I can talk to him in a way or I can have him meet me at the store. You can multitask. Men can't do that. They'd be like, Oh, um, I'm going to go get dog food. What? We We need different kinds. Like they, you guys don't function well. Your pattern changes too much. That's the stuff that in dealing with couples that we always see, there's always a huge pattern change. So there's no respect. All of a sudden he starts wearing cologne that he never wore before. Or if he always come home from work, like Cedric work and build houses and, and you know, he come home and if he's always come home, we sit around, you know, and he take a shower when time to go to bed, but he come home now and he take a shower and he got to go get something to eat and he done put on cologne. <laughs> Where we going? Oh, now I'm going to go, I'm gonna, you know, like when your pattern changes drastically, you watch that kind of stuff. I mean, it's not a bad thing to watch because that's how when my husband was sick, I was able to tell something was wrong with him because I, I know his pattern. I didn't write it down, but when you spend time with people, you pay attention to that stuff. But it also works with it in relationships. So there is no, I'm with Kente on that. There's no good way to cheat. If your penis went in her vagina, if there was a hot pocket involved and it wasn't my hot pocket, then we got a problem. Amen. And hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. So this is going to be on you, Angie. You get the first crack at this one. Oh, These next three videos are kind of... Um, about concepts that you hear a lot if you watch a lot of these dating videos and stuff and um and i think the first two will help the third one so uh let's start with this one that talks about what they call the pareto principle i don't know if you guys have heard of this um and then um and then yes yeah so here we go events in life and love the 80 20 rule also known as the pareto principle explains the distribution of results It states that roughly 80% of the effects come from 20% of the causes and vice versa. That's a big deal to us because it helps us understand that in many areas of life and love, there's a top 20% and a bottom 80%. Believe me, this applies to attraction, dating, and online dating. So it's a huge deal to you, all right? Though it is an observation and not a law, it really does apply quite handily to your love life. With the 80-20 rule, you can really see how it's important for you to not just be better than most because top 50% isn't good enough. What you want and need to be is in the top 20%. So you need to kind of remove yourself from some of those old-fashioned thoughts like, I'll be better than most people and that'll be good enough. Or I'll just get sort of that passing sort of grade, that 60, that 70%, but that's not good enough in life and love. I want you to take some risks, but what game does is it helps you take more educated risks versus blind risks. Understand that you have a rare opportunity here to combat and overcome your competition that probably has some advantages over you, right? So this is nothing like your height or whatever you were assigned with your genetic DNA at birth. 
Instead, this is a choice here, so choose wisely. Take advantage, because in the game of love and its many games of attraction, dating, and online dating, it's not set up for many people to understand that they can become masters or to remain masters. So you really have an opportunity here to step up and fill that gap and become someone who does have greater mastery, who does become a master in these areas. So this is your rare opportunity to seize an advantage. I hope you take it because I can't change shit about your height or whatever genetic DNA you're assigned, but we can make you better on the inside. All right. So I love this 80-20% rule. I can't hear Kente. Sound, you dropped out. Yeah, Kente, you went out. You went out again. I see your mute on and off. Oh, you did that, but yeah, I still can't hear you now. Nope, we can't hear you again, Kente. So while you figure that out, I guess so we won't have a, a dead no look. We're going, he already gave it to me. So whenever you start talking and we can hear you, I'll stop. So I know the 80-20 rule, but it, it is definitely not the 80-20 rule that he just said. And so I'm a little confused. The whole concept. Hello? Okay, yeah. we can I can't take. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on tonight, but uh, okay, so the 80%. 80 20 uh, rule is essentially that that uh, 20% 80% uh, of the people want 20% of of the people that are available so with meaning is if you don't meet if you, and that's in everything that's in everything in life if you they've done scientific studies that um, you know it's not even just in dating it's mm -hmm. in in um in everything so what they're saying is in order he's he's basically saying in order to get you in that 20 percentile of the people that are really successful like the people who really are successful in love that there's ways that you can button yourself up you know i can't deal he's like i because he even said i can't make you more attractive as far as your looks or your height but you can do things like go to the gym you can get your money up you can become more uh, desirable to more people. And um, so the question I have for you is, as a woman, is, like, I really feel like that there's a lot of truth to that. Like, eighty, I feel like 80% of women really only like 20% of the guys that are available. Like, you know, for real, for real. Like, really, outside of that 20%, it's like, you know, they may say, all right, I'll mess with this cat or not. But it does it seems like it's very it's really a small percentage of who women really, really want. You can buy me dinner. <laughs> right, right, right. So, you know, I know you've been out the game for a minute, but uh do you think there's any truth in that? So you kind of um faded out early when I first started this. Okay, okay. There's an eighty twenty rule that that I've known about for years, but it has nothing. It is absolutely right. There's right. another 80, 20 percent. Yeah, 80, 20. So, yeah. So I, I'm not quite following how you're going to make me better. I feel like you're trying to make me be something that I'm not. And then that leads to me giving you a representative. And so you may achieve the person that you are become attracted to more people, but it's not really who you are. 
-hmm. because if you are a homebody or if you're nerdy or if you're quirky or if you're whatever and that's not who you really are i mean if you're if you're not really that dude that cool dude or that whatever thug whatever you're trying to be i'm just naming great stuff but if that's not really you the representative is going to come on at some time so you so it's like a job interview i can make you do well in your interview and people a lot of people want to hire you but when you get hired you ain't buy a dime and then they want to fire you Mm -hmm. right i mean i i definitely agree i feel like you can pretend for a for a long time but i think i don't think he's necessarily talking about necessarily pretending i feel like he's talking about you can you can actually make yourself into more of a uh, desirable person desirable. that you can get into yeah, that twenty percent. The people's requirement of who you are as who you really are. I want to mm -hmm. meet the person that likes me, mm -hmm. and not who I've had to go. I'm not, not talking about being broke and not wanting to better your career, but you should want to mm -hmm. better your career for you. You should want to better your health or your body or eat. You know the way Doctor Saber said we should eat for you, not because you meet a guy that wants to do that. Because if you do that, then it's going to be a chore for you and not what you really want to be. So when Ryan's talking to me about the alkaline and mucus and things of that nature, I'm like, uh, okay, I can pretend for only so long. And I'm like, whatever. You know, it's not that serious. Can I, can, I, so then that can, I, can I let you in on something that's a secret that's not a secret? I'm going to tell you something about men. Now, I'm not going to say every man, obviously. But I will say 95.9%. And of course, not the guys in this conversation. Right. We do everything for y'all. <laughs> everything we do is so we can get you guys, okay? We want the great job. You know why? Because it attracts women. We want the nice car because it attracts women. We want the nice package. You know what I'm saying? Because women like that. We want everything we do is for that we can be more attracted to women. We want to become powerful, rich and powerful. You know why? A lot of women. So women don't think like 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 guys think, you know what I'm saying? Like women don't think like guys think. Uh uh women women don't go, oh man, if I hit the lottery, I'm gonna have all these men. You know, dudes think that they think, oh man, I, man, I, I'm, I'm gonna have a shoot in my over my bed, and I'm gonna just pull the lever, and women just gonna come rolling out. <laughs> and you guys have an advantage. I think that's why a lot of times women do better sometimes in the workplace in their careers is because we are so bound by our loins, right? So especially when we're younger right? We're so bound by it. That's like our major focus. Whereas women don't want success so they can have more men. You know what I mean? They, they want success for what the success can do for them. And so, so that's why you can easily sell these to men. If you do this, you get more babes, you know, like go to, um, has anybody, has any of the guys ever went to a, a car lot to buy a car? Yeah, and I don't know if you ever had like a, a try to get a nice, a really nice car, and if it's a guy selling it to you, you know what he's gonna use as a selling point? The chicks is gonna dig you in this, bro. When you pull up in this, man, you know, I don't, I don't think I, I, I'm asking ladies. 
Sherry. I don't know if you ever went to a car dealership and then the person says, "Hey, the guys are really." If you skip this up, <laughs> I didn't know that was happening. I can remember some ex boyfriends that were like, "Oh, come to this dealership. I found this car. I think that I like. Come look at it." I, it it wasn't like it. Like, did that really happen? <laughs> Because now you're like, I'm thinking back. I'm like, wow, was that the selling point? No, but I did for a very short time. I sold cars and that wasn't on my mind to, and I sold cars to many men and it never dawned on me to say, oh, the women are really going to love you in this car. It just never, I don't know. I guess it never dawned on me. I guess I just don't think like that. Well, yeah, because I'm a woman. Right, but we know. Look, see, Will, if you're selling a car and you know this car is a chick magnet, you're not going to use that as a selling point if a brother walks in. Only if he says that's his motivation. I'm, you know, mm. different. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, because I don't think all men are that way. You know what I'm saying? Not that's all, but ninety-eight percent. Well, it happens. <laughs> you, you go through puberty, and you know, you know, you know, sixteen, right. twenty-three, twenty-five, whatever. But I think by the time you're 30, you know what I'm saying? If you're still doing it, you're chasing, you're going backwards in time. And like, you're you're not maturing, you know what I'm saying? So, because I, I know people in their 60s, 70s, and whatever age who are still chasing women, you know what I'm saying? And they're like obsessed with it, you know? And mm-hmm. I think you've got to find some kind of balance in yourself. And so that's what I agree with part of what he's saying, you know, is that actually become a better person, period. Thank you, know, you. Yeah, that's what attracts women. Women want people who are better than these eighty. That's the eighty percent is that you know it's like those common denominator motivators. You know what I'm saying? They're motivated by the lowest common denominator. You know what I'm saying? Food, sex, drugs, entertainment. It's just like it's just that's all they do. You know what I'm saying? You want them to stop and think. Can you breathe with me? Breathe. Mm-hmm. What do I need to breathe for? I need. You know what I'm saying? All right. Okay. Then, 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 then that's where you at. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if you want, that's what the man is trying to say. I think you know. But if you want to be on this other class of people, because all the ladies, all the men, women, whatever your orientation, I think if you they they're they're looking at these other people because the other people are different. You know what I'm saying? These twenty percent are not like the other eighty percent people, and the eighty percent, you know, it's, it's it's a hard way of. I don't even like talking like this with these numbers and all this, you know, averages mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But the majority of people are in a different stage of their, you know, development. You know what I'm saying? So until you break that, until you break the mind, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, you know, hypnosis that you're under that, that this is how I have to be because this is all that's important to me. You know, I think the, I'm going to stop talking in in like 20 seconds, but I think the, what's the word? Uh, Continuation of the species is important. You know what I'm saying? And that is Mm -hmm. why that motivation is so strong. Um, that's why I like Angie's point of view always because she's married and she's like, I'm good. I got the kids to graduate and blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? And I can think about things in a more broader way than like, you know, I know I'm still out here. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I can I can go back to Mr. You know, Doggy Dog World and all that good stuff. But it, it's, you know, saying I just got to make a contribution to the world. You know what I'm saying? So when you think like that, you know, it's, it's less about, you know, what Mr. Willie wants. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Ryan? Um, you know, uh, I, you're always doing things to do uh, self-improvement and whatnot. And uh, I mean, I, I really feel like 
you come off maybe that you're doing it more just to be a better human being, you know, not, not necessarily you're trying to get the draws, you know. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, what about you? What, what about you? Like, what are some of the things you feel like you've done in recently? Um, I know a lot of stuff in health as far as just trying to get into a better position. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I'm doing that all for myself. And I find that like I get more attraction when I'm not even focused on dating, when I'm just focused on just building myself. And I'm, I don't I ain't got time to business because it seems like, you know, there's more interest in, in, in what it is that I'm doing, because, you know, I've I am single and, you know, and having to cut through it. And as you get older and you live in a place where I live, where there's not much black people here. Um, and there's not much value in, in, in black men that aren't basketball players and don't have a high pitch voice that I do, you know, it makes it very hard for me to even get a date, even despite, you know, all of my accomplish accomplishments and, you know, the continuous, I live in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Oh, It's like the racist, I wouldn't say it's all racist, but you know, people have deemed us as the most racist you know, one of the most racist cities in in Canada, and you know it's hard to date here. It's hard to date. It's hard to find someone that doesn't fetishize you. My ex girlfriend is actually out there promoting white supremacy, actually because of this whole convoy stuff that was happening in Canada. After we broke up, she's out here promoting white supremacist um, ideology, and so. It's I'm so resentful here because I work on myself a lot, mm. but that doesn't translate into being a high value man. According to these people, they, they want the cowboys. They want, you know, the guys that are rugged and have tattoos and, you know, you that, know that you don't give a shit about nothing. So, you know, I don't know, like these 80, 20 rules and these generalized uh, rules, I don't, I, I don't know if I'm I'm with it all because of and, and I guess my experience is anecdotal, but I, I just don't understand how people come up with these things. I think when it comes to, um, uh, am I making sense? Before no, I, you're yeah, no, you're yeah. making perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, like well, I think it's anecdotal, and everyone has an experience. You know, I do you know, think that. When you know yourself, you know exactly what you want out of life. And then you're not going to be putting up with all the bullshit as far as the dating. You know exactly what you're going to go after. I think all that hard work that I've been putting into myself, I know exactly who I want in my life. And, you know, and I have no motivation to go out there and date and spend money and this and that. Because, like, most of the times the selections are not what I'm looking for anyways. And I've had to find value in just being single because... I would rather be single than to settle in these interracial relationships when you know that the grandfather and the, yes. the grandmother and everybody's racist. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to deal with that stuff anymore. And I don't want to be devalued um, just because I don't want to be valued just for the color of my skin because a yeah. lot of, you know, a lot of these women are like, I want mocha babies, you know, and all this crap that I've heard over the years. You know, I don't want, I want you to see me for my brain and for my, you know, for what I'm building. I want you to be interested in herbs and, and interested into that, that frequency. And I can only find that with my sisters. And unfortunately in Canada here, the, even the women that are high valued women, 
they're in the corporate world. They're going after the corporate guys that have all the all the money and the status, but they don't really have no connection to culture and community. So I don't know if I'm if I've even even touched the question. I just it's just my perspective, and and my perspective is unique, unique one, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm having it. I'm having a hard time. Okay. Well, I know it's a it's a lot to unpack. Um, I don't know. There's an echo somewhere. Uh, I don't know where it's coming from, but uh, but uh, you know, maybe on another show we'll get more deeper into it. But I, I've always found it very interesting. Um, so. Um, all right, so I'm going to circle back to the other two videos that kind of uh, relate to it. I want to do this one, and I want to start off with you, Sherry. You get the first yes. dibs at this. You guys might have seen this because this was kind of popular when it came out. Uh, so here we go. Okay, here's the thing. Having a preference is something like I'm looking for a partner who likes kayaking or wakes up early in the morning or loves pizza. <laughs> But when your preferences exclude an entire group of marginalized people, that's problematic. Okay, that's not nice. That's not a preference. If you lump all fat people in one group together as though they are not very different individuals, that's fat phobic. Just like lumping all black people in one group and saying, I don't like black people is racist. And lumping all disabled people in one group and saying, I don't think people in wheelchairs are hot. (laughs) um that was a hot mess that's what i think of it i'm like what who who let her talk that's how i feel i feel like who let this woman talk i get what she's saying i do i understand where she's coming from but at the same time it did make me kind of go, wait, what's the point here? Like, who did what? Did somebody do something? Did somebody piss this woman off? Is she upset because she's a little bit on the heavy side? And did somebody disregard her because of her weight? I'm just watching it going, where is she coming from? Why Why? Why is she even saying all Like, why am I listening to this? I'm sorry. That's just how I felt. Like, why am I listening to this? Like, really, she. I feel like she didn't have anything better to do that day. That's how I'm feeling. That's how I'm feeling. So the question, I mean, are you fat phobic because you want to date fat people? <laughs> I think... Um, I don't know. Everybody's different. I'm like the type of person that I'm into. um, I'm also into somebody that I can have a good conversation with. I'm into it's more an emotional uh, an emotional level. So for me, it's not about looks. I mean, I'm like I'm like that person that like I meet somebody for the first time and they make me laugh. They could have one leg, three arms, and they they made me laugh. They made me feel good. They, you have to be able to make me. I can make my. I I don't need anybody to make me feel good about myself. But I do think it's great to have somebody in your life that makes you want to be a better person. That makes you want to keep working at being a better you. Well, I don't, you know what I mean? I'll say this. I think she has a point, though. 
Because, you know, I, I'm i following her logic. So I'm going to call out Rihanna because she won't she won't date me because I'm broke. So she's broke-phobic. She broke-phobic. So, <laughs> <laughs> you hate all those broke people, man. I know, man. How dare she not date me? Man, I'll, I make under, no I'll, I'll make under a million dollars. What's up, Rihanna? Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I, I okay, so... I have an issue with everybody using phobic as right. as their go-to. Right. I like I don't know if you guys realize it, but the word homophobic is is a recent term that was created. Right. And I'm looking at I just looked at the definition of phobic, having in having or involving an extreme or rational fear of something or aversion of something. So because that's not what I like, if I'm not attracted to somebody that's fat, that's not a phobic. That's just not my preference. It's not what I like. If I don't right, like right. the day outside of my race, that's not phobic. That is my preference. And people need to, the, the, the phobic thing drives me nuts because you want to put a name to make somebody feel bad for who they are and what they believe. You might not like what I agree with, but it's my right to have that, my own opinion and preference. So stop trying to make me feel bad by putting phobic on the end of it, like you said, Rihanna broke phobic. Like people, I mean, we joked about it just then, but I'm telling you, there I know people that put a phobic on the end of everything. I'm like, it's ridiculous. They just don't like you. Yeah, you're not their style. Like it's people that like, like my husband. And I was then we met. We both big now. Okay, I ain't fat phobic. I just got the man I love, and we just got big together. We got fluffy together. That's just what it is. Like that's not. But if I don't like you because you're skinny, that's not a phobia. It's not my preference. That's not what I like. Right. You have the right. To, right. What, what were you going to say, Sherry? I was going to say that that has happened to me before where I've met somebody online. And when we the first time we had a conversation, they were like, and this was while I was like deep in working on spirituality. So I'm like praying four or five hours a day. And that's all my life was about. And they question well what do you do for a living how much money do you make they were like an ex-football player or something and literally they didn't want to talk to me anymore when they realized that i wasn't on i wasn't currently on this path of oh i'm hustling i'm hustling to make that money i'm hustling to have this I'm hustling to have a nice car, a nice house. You know what I mean? So that has happened to me before. and But I didn't get mad about it. That's his right. He can like whoever he wants to like. You know what I mean? Maybe that just meant he wasn't right for me. But I agree with what Angie said. And you know what I mean? You've got the right to like who you want to for, the re for your own reasons. Are mm -hmm. hey, Dr. Sebi... Uh... Ryan, are Dr. Sebi devotees, are they fat phobic? <laughs> you, know, <laughs> no, you know what? I've never heard of, um, I, I've never heard of uh, anyone that is, uh, I've never seen anyone obese or anything like that in the Dr. Sebi community, which is mm -hmm. pretty interesting. There was a girl that's warring with me on TikTok. She says I was trying to steal her products when I wasn't selling products. But she is she's a healer and she's healing people with honey and, and all this other stuff. And she's obese. You know, the Dr. Sabi followers though, and she doesn't she, she, yeah, she, she doesn't she doesn't she doesn't follow Dr. Sabi. 
And, you know, and I think it just, when you're on a Dr. Savy diet, you know, you, it, you do lose weight. I lost a lot of weight on it, but we don't focus on that because it's not about, it's not about the Lifestyle weight. It's, it's just about, it's just about healing. Right. And this whole pre, um, preference conversation, I was just telling you my experience, people have a preference here and you know, it, it's, it's very transactional. They want the ideal partner that works for them. And that's where, you know, you, sometimes you're just not in the pool. Maybe the pool is not for you. You just have to travel. That's why I'm willing to, that's why I'm spreading my wings and creating content mm -hmm. that reaches people outside of, you know, cause love is love. I've been in long distance relationships with people that live in my city. So, <laughs> you know, you know, like because you're working so much, you don't get a chance to see them. So I, I had to open my horizons. I think that, you know, um, preference is a thing, but also I think compatibility is very important. I think on the Dr. Sebi diet, it's really hard being with somebody that is not on that, um, not on that train because of the, the, the idea of loving yourself enough to put the right foods in your body, Right. You know, you're cooking up bacon and all kinds of things in the house, and then you're then you're sick, and then you have to attend to that person, and they don't want to take the herbs because they don't believe in it, you know, and you know it works. It's a philosophy thing that I don't want, you know, I don't necessarily want to go through. But at the same time, when you find someone you love, you find someone you love. There's there's many dynamics to love, and people just need to focus on what's happening inside them. Because we always want to control our partner and we always want to control those outcomes and you end up single for the rest of your life, you know, and at some point in people's life is when they lose their looks, the skin starts to wrinkle or their money's not that long anymore. And then they start focusing on within and spirituality. Yeah, now they want to talk to Jesus. They want to talk to <laughs> right. and they're willing to get in love and it always happens. But we live in this society where it is transactional and people have been hoodwinked to believe that, you know, that, you know, they put in more emphasis on the outer appearance rather than what is going on with inside the person. And then they're wondering why they ended up with a narcissist. You know what I'm saying? You know, so I think it's deeper. I, I believe in the whole preference thing, but at the same time, you should be having preference for character and preference yeah. for, for spirituality, preference for racism. And how do you feel, even if you're dealing with your own, like, mm -hmm. how do you feel about Black Lives Matter? Well, not Black Lives Matter. It's probably yeah. the wrong thing to use. But how do you feel about social justice? How do you feel about, you know, some of these topics? And yeah, girl, are you racist like me? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, like, you, you got to you, – I think people need ought to be a little bit – because those are the things you break up on. Yeah. What about you, Will? I feel like you kind of admitted you were broke phobic a little bit earlier. Cause you said yeah. I don't date. I don't date no women that ain't got no money. Hey, she could have <laughs> no money, but I'm more like what Ryan said. So, so I like conversation. Yeah, right. we. That was that's always been my first red flag. If we can't even, if I can't even get through the, you know, the game part where you try to talk to each other, see what your, what is your name, what, can I get your number, and all that stuff, and then, and you coming back with all kind of weird conversations and ideas. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, okay, well, what's your job? How much money you make? Huh? You saying blah, blah, blah. I'm like, we ain't even on a date. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we ain't even, we ain't even, I ain't even going to work no more for that. But um, 
uh, yeah, I feel like she's shooting herself in the face right now. Not the face, in the foot, because mm -hmm. she says she says she wants because I could see where she's coming from. Why she's saying it, you know? what I'm saying like like Sherry said, like why is she even saying this? Well, because she's been rejected, you know. what I'm saying a couple times by somebody that or people that she likes, and they, she feels the reason is because she's big. It may not be. It may be because she's just not thinking right or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there are people who reject you because you're mm -hmm. a parent. You know, I walk down the street every day. I live in a town similar <laughs> to Ryan where it's a whole lot of other people and they see me and they want me for a specific reason. You know what I'm saying? And my mind is like way over here somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And like, I got these certain objects that you want. You know what I'm saying? But my, my mind and my spirit or whatever you want to call it is too valuable for me to give my body away just for your little pleasures, you know what I'm saying? And the, your, mm -hmm. whatever you saw in some video or something, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not the one, you know what I'm saying? So you can go go to the store and buy a toy or something because I'm not I'm not interested. I'm just being straight. Wow, totally. I'm just yeah. saying, but how they look at men like me and Ryan, you know what I'm saying? You walking around and these, these, these uh, fair complexion people are looking at you like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Any age, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's totally ridiculous. You know, I had to let some of my grades here. I said, I need to I need to let these kids know I got gray hair, you know what I'm saying, or something, because they be high school girls looking at me all crazy and stuff. And I'm like, this is this is not what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how it be, because the black man is very, uh, has a certain reputation, if you feel what I'm saying. So anyway. So so is it white girls that you guys say that want the mixed babies, Ryan? Yes, they and and that's all they want. I think, and then in their in their eyes, they've already settled as to who they are and what they were they when it comes to because I've never had a problem with like I've never had a problem with weight. I've never I've dated women. Um, of all shapes and sizes. And that was never, because again, I'm all about emotional connection in mind, but I, I had to kind of put a stop on, you know, some of the, you know, the, um, some of the, the white women that were following me because their, their, their reasons for dating me was different than from a sister who was a similar size, right? Like their difference, the, the difference is different. Right. Her her reason is because no one else will look at her and, you know, and and that there are guys that are from overseas, like a lot of the Africans and whatnot that, you know, that jump over the opportunity. They always go for the opportunity. Right. Whether it's for the green card or for, you know, just because they like that type of woman. Right. Or they they fetishize that type of woman. So it goes hand in hand for for the brothers that do that. But you know, for a brother like me that has lived here all my life, um, you know, I don't want to be fetishized that way. And that's kind of, and they don't, they don't try. Like, you know, you go on the, the dating profiles, they don't smile. They're like, <laughs> because Jamaicans, there's a lot of Jamaicans here. So, you know, Jamaicans don't smile in their photos. So they're like, and then they got the cone rose in the head and stuff like that. And so it's not inviting. They don't want to have those intellectual conversations with you. They don't want to change their lifestyles. They're not looking to better themselves. And, um, you know, and I find that problematic. I'm not saying, like, again, and, and I'm not fat phobic. I just don't want the attitude that, you know what, this is where my life is at. And I'm not going to do anything. You better love me. And, and I'm not going to change. I'm not going to grow spiritually. 
it's it's a lot of things that are associated with with their lifestyle that you know where you want to walk away from because and then there's the racism and then there's the family members that are racist and and all of these things so they kind of make those decisions um for reasons that they know and i there was a thing on clubhouse or no on snapchat i i don't know if you guys remember in the in the media where the these white girls were coming up on the the chat uh, in Snapchat, and they were they we brothers thought we were the catch. You know what I'm saying? Like we thought we were the guys that the the women wanted to be with because we had this or we had that. Um, but they were laughing at us. They're like, "Yeah, man, you know, black black brother black black men are easy, right? I'm never gonna marry a black guy. I'm never gonna do this with a black guy." So they know the game. They know how they they're the one playing us. And we think we're playing them, but they already know they we have a reputation. Wow. Yeah, it's tough out here. And I, I wanted to wrap up uh, the idea about her shooting herself in the foot because she's big now. You know what I'm saying? And and she gets she gets a man and gets healthy, right? And the man, all he wanted was a big girl, right? And now she like he he like well, peace. You all slim and stuff, and he, you know. And she like well, you know what I'm saying? Well, you know, I, I'm not. A fat phobic. I'm just a fat chaser. Fatty. What do you want to call it? <laughs> You're right, fat chubby chaser. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. All right, now this next video is some advice to the men out there. And uh, see, will you get it first? I'm sorry in advance. Uh, <laughs> but uh, this guy, you guys might be uh, aware of this guy. Uh, his name's popped up a couple of times. Uh, uh, he goes by AMS. And uh, I had to beep out a couple of his, uh, what he said. Uh, but uh, he's giving advice on, about over-pursuing women. So uh, we'll see if there's any pearls of wisdom in, the, in there. And we want the ladies to answer this too. So it's, it's a little bit longer, but not too much. All right, here we go. This is why calling a woman too much or why trying to seal too much is a turnoff. Guys, I said this in a uh, previous video, so I'll say it again. Women, for the most part, are pretty much sluts. Now, some women have went through their slut phase or whatever, and so they've gotten it out of their system. And then sometimes women can be in a relationship, leave that relationship, and re-enter another slut phase. All right, guys? So... One thing what you guys don't understand is that women like to f I, you, you guys got to get this picture of what y'all see on TV about women in the kitchen with the apron on, cooking uh, cornbread and all this bull Guys, typically when women are single and they're dating, they're f right? And when you over-pursue what comes across to her is that you're trying to put her in a relationship before she can get all her slut out of her system, all right? So you can't rush the slut. You got to let the slut get all the out of her damn system. It ain't you. You can't push that, all right? So one thing you guys got to understand is in the feminism that we living in today, women are being taught that they can date multiple men that they can have fun, that they shouldn't be in a hurry to settle. Guys, 
you know, when I was coming up, when I was young, if you went up to a woman, right, and say she wasn't even in a relationship, let's just say she was talking to a guy or dating a guy. What you would, what a woman would tell you is, I'm kind of talking to somebody right now. Do any of you guys hear that shit anymore? Do you hear a woman tell you, oh, I'm talking to somebody right now? If you went up to a woman and she could be just dating a guy, not in a relationship, just dating, her and the guy done went on two dates and she was just curious to see where it would, where it would go, she would tell you she is talking to some somebody right now. All right? Well, times have changed, guy. That was 20 years ago. Times have changed. If a woman is dating somebody now and you come up and you know, approach her and she was, and found you attractive, she would date you too. And tomorrow, if somebody come up to her, she found attractive, she would date them too. Guys, you know, I want you guys to understand that. So when you come on too strong, what a woman feels like is you're trying to put her in a relationship. All right. You got to carry yourself like you're just trying to have fun that I'm just dating. That way the woman feel like it's her choice. If she feel like it's your choice, you're going to turn her off, all right? She has got to move at her pace, all right? She got to get all them She got to suck all them dicks and get up for as many times as she want before she feels comfortable that she's got it out of her system to where she's now ready to find her one beta male. So after she done got through letting all the alpha males you know, ran through her, now you the beta male, you can come wife her up. <laughs> words oh, of wisdom there from uh wow you can always count on yeah. him for uh, words of yeah. wisdom. Yeah. Some so, so so what i think about all this is uh well he was it sounds like he's trying to talk to beta males his his audience is yes. what he calls betas um which i feel is a little bit disrespectful uh, to call people betas, even if they are, you know what I'm saying, not leaders or dominant people. Um, there's no, there's a balance, you know what I'm saying? Somebody has to lead and someone has to do the work and we all do the work, but you know, someone has to say, okay, this is what you're going to do. You know, if you don't have the personality to do that, it's not a fault, you know, and we're not animals, but that's part of our natural instinct. So I'm not too mad about that. Um, yeah, so uh, this so, dude, he is, he, he, he's just, he'd be right about some things, but the way he says it is just so wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because that's how it was back in the day when a woman was messing with somebody, even talking to somebody, she would tell you, now, if, now, I, if, now, I, if I'm talking to an attractive woman or if I'm interested in a very attractive girl, very, 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 that's how I do it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm just assuming you got other people coming at you. You know, and if you don't, then that's fine for me. Because I remember when I was in high school, I like I used to try to get talk to the, the finest girls, and I, and I was surprised because they didn't have, you know, because most men were intimidated by that. But that's neither here nor there. I think well, no matter what you look like, because now I'm not really all about you know, you've got to be a dime because you know it's, it's just too complicated now, and 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 people think too much of themselves because they look good, you know. And so it's like um, I'm more like you guys the majority of people here where it's like more about what you, how you think, how you feel, are we vibing? You know what I'm saying? Like that. Um, but his, his whole thing, I don't, yeah, he, he was like, uh, 
she got to get her slut out and, you know, all the other stuff and the men, they just want to be sluts and I'm like no they like having sex you like having sex sex feels good and she gonna have sex if she want to have sex and, and and if you're trying to lock it down you got to lock it down that's how it works you, keep, you build your relationship and then you stop all that you know what I'm saying if that's what you're doing but if you just want to have sex with a lot of people that's what you want to do I'm not saying it's wrong or right you know what I'm saying? But you shouldn't be trying to get a relationship, an exclusive relationship. If you are trying to get an exclusive relationship and you're having a lot of sex and she's having a lot of sex, y'all got to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we got to have sex with each other. You know what I'm saying? Because all these other people, you know, what are we going to do about them? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got to be straight. That's how I feel about it. Well, you know what? It's funny, though. I, there's a reason why I put that on, on there, right? Uh, because I really wanted to a lot of times people don't don't know about this kind of content right that is uh that is on the internet and so if you don't know no one knows that this is like common type stuff oh there's, oh, there's this a lot more from? there's a lot more <laughs> but it's a it's a very common like yeah, I, yes. I, you know, I study relationship stuff all day, every day. I ain't seen none of this mess. This is nothing. <laughs> oh, this is it. This is tame. Yeah, like, that's a tame don't like it. They're like, we ain't gonna show her the, 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 the dirty <laughs> people. She's, she's <laughs> questioning you. <laughs> that, is, that, that is tame. He has a video called uh, How to Make a Woman uh, Obsessed with You, and it's cruel. <laughs> you know, the guy is, you know, he's made a big name for himself doing that kind of stuff and you know i had to beep it out and even beeping it out it was still you know uh you know i mean he has good points at times he does but yeah. what point yeah. is that i ain't heard not one of them yeah uh, and welcome to the yeah. show uh, anthony how you doing I anthony yo peace, peace. hey man uh you know uh i'm this that's what the kind of content out there uh there was a guy that you guys made me aware of who just recently died um who Kevin was Samuels. Either, Kevin Samuels right he he uh he died uh, what a week ago now oh and yeah the guy with the suit that was all about this weird stuff yeah yeah I didn't use I'm I didn't I'm not putting none of his content but but it's it this stuff is really popular and what I was trying to explain to a friend of mine one time because she was talking about a guy that she was seeing right and then she started saying like you know he was the way he was acting a certain kind of way and she was trying to like i don't get i've never come across this before a guy talking this certain way and i said what is he saying and by the way she was saying i said i guarantee you he watched she watches a uh, alpha male strategy videos because it was right out of this guy's playbook and i said hey ask him as does he watch ams you know or alpha male strategies and then she came back to me. She said, "Yes, he does." I started laughing. I said, "There's guys that take their cues from guys like that. They literally will use that his because he, he gives advice to men to use in the dating, you know." And that's thing. why I'm against this alpha beta thing, right? Because you you make men feel less than thinking that hey, I'm a beta because I'm not super aggressive like that guy over there, whatever. So I got to learn how to be this big tough killer guy and create these manipulations in my mind, you know what I'm saying? Or manipulations in the women's mind, that's what they're doing, right? right. So he's trying to tell his followers how to manipulate these women into thinking or responding to you like you're an alpha, right? you know? 
Uh, and, and alphas don't need to do that, you know? So we, we I, I don't like watching myself, but I know what I am, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'll just be real, you know what I'm saying? So like, I like the other guy about the 80-20, just get into yourself and find your real self and be that, you know what I'm saying? Let that shine, polish it, radiate it, all that good stuff. And then you'll find who you need to and the one that will click with you. Because if you're doing a whole bunch of manipulations, yeah, you can get the woman in bed, but woman's going to find out anyway, you know? But, but you know what? And I, I would like to ask the fellas here, uh, is he, did he have any good points as far as over pursuing a woman? What is over pursuing yeah. a woman? What is the, what is the, the, um, his basic point about over pursuing? Stalking? Uh, uh, no. Well, I mean, I don't think he got, <laughs> no, it's, it's the energy. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're like, you know, you want something serious and then you're you're taking her out for dinner and then you're asking her all kinds of questions, like deep questions. And, and you know, you're not wanting to have like when you're dating, you should be having fun and making and taking the pressure off. Some there are some women that I met that want to be in a serious relationship and that conversation is different and they make their intentions known. But when you're dating and you're in the, the economy of Tinder and Hinge and, and Bumble, the last thing you want to do is lay it on thick and having her, you know, scaring her half to death and you're not getting another phone call. You have to take it. You got to take it easy. I don't believe in the whole alpha, alpha beta thing. It doesn't exist. And even in animals, um, it don't exist. Um, that's just a made up concept. But. You look at the brother. I believe him. You know, like you know, like I believe that he has a way of doing it. But I told you guys, like fifteen minutes ago, the women are all cackling because this guy thinks he's a player, but they're actually using him. You know what I mean? Because they're looking for the guy that has no brains. Nothing going on, you know. There's no they they call it in the dating world no strings attached, right? There's no strings attached. So you have sex, and then you don't owe him nothing, and you go about your life because there is that's what some women like, you know. They don't in the, want NSA, yeah, that's what they call it. NSA. Yeah, they don't want to be dealing with a brother that wants to talk mm-hmm. about feelings. Mm-hmm. Nobody now, cares about now, your feelings, brother. Now, brother, brother Anthony, man. I know the the rule book ain't the same for you. You probably don't pursue. You, they probably just fall right into your lap. <laughs> I don't know. Don't don't fall into that. Because no. <laughs> no. he, you know, he is a, he's over there. He's a singer. He's a poet. He's got guns. He, he light skinned it. You know, so you know he, he probably got that lever I was talking about, where you put the lever and the women just fall out. Uh, but uh, but you know, for us mere mortals, what what do you think? I can't agree with uh, your previous statement, but I will say that um, my interactions are a little bit smoother, but I think largely in part is because my mother raised me. So my interactions with women are, I think, different than if my father were to have raised me uh, because mm-hmm. growing up, I realized, you know, the trail of tears that my father left <laughs> and, you know, what I mean, the, the kind of actions that he had me being raised by a single black woman. And her wanted to ensure that I didn't repeat the same patterns or the same behaviors that my father did, um, I think, set me on a particular trajectory. So I think there is a such thing as over pursuing. But it's I mean, it's case by case basis. One of the things I don't like is the the overgeneralization or these blanket statements that this is what 
men should do or this is how women should behave when we're not manufactured in some factory. We're not cookie cutter. So um, I also don't agree with the whole alpha beta sigma. I'm like, I didn't go to college. I'm not in a fraternity. Uh, so I feel like you are I, at the beginning at the end of the day, I'm a man. What uh, attributes or accolades are attributed to my manhood or my maleness for those who, you know, like to make that divination um, or based on my character. And so, you know, my character will and what it is that I my character will set the platform for what I attract, for what I allow, for what, you know, what I mean, uh, yeah, I guess the type of interactions that I have. So going to the over pursuing, there's a such thing as over pursuing and it comes down to. It's energetic, like it was said before. It's an energetic exchange. Are you actually? I'm not one for taking hints. I don't. I don't really like hints, especially in the in the ways of you know romance and you know interaction with women. Stay to me what it is, and so I can address that more quickly than you trying to skirt around or beat around the bush. Or well, I don't know why he didn't realize that. Anytime I rub the left side of my neck, he knows that I like him. How would I know that? I don't know you. You know what I mean? Like, right. so let's actually have some adult conversations at this point. Like we are adults. I, I'd like to think so. I mean, mm. I'm almost 40. So we're in an, an adult environment. We have things to do. Um, even I was so recently, it's like, oh, I want you to blow my phone up or something. I don't think you like me for real. I'm like, why? Uh, because you're not calling me. I was like, well, I called you. You didn't answer the phone. Or if I text you, you didn't respond. We're adults. I got shit to do. So when it's at your earliest convenience, when you have the space and the time to respond to me or we can engage in a conversation, that's what it will be. What did you want me to blow your phone up? Yeah. So wh wh why would I do that? I don't understand. Like my time is just as valuable as yours. I'm not taken away from the value of your time, but mine is also valuable. So at that point when I am, especially in the, in the initial interaction, if I'm putting forth the, you know, all of the effort and all of the energy, to me, that sets up a platform to where should we decide to continue in the relationship, that's what I'm going to have to continue. And I don't want to do that. I mean, I feel like there should be an equitable exchange of time, energy, effort, you know, all of those things of that nature. So um, even previous times where I pursued things, man, if I call you, three times and not three times in the same day. If I call you one day, let's say next day comes, I call you again. You don't answer. I don't get a response. You get one, you'll get one more time. Siri, I didn't ask you anything. I don't know. Pardon Siri. But I'm like the third time you don't call or respond or I don't have any, you know, there's no, no exchange at that point. Okay. I'm gonna fall back. I'm gonna leave it alone because obviously either now is not the time I'm not the person or you're just not that interested. And I don't have the time or the luxury of time to continue to pursue in such a vigorous manner to where I've, I'm playing myself. I'm not a fan of playing myself at all whatsoever. And I don't feel like anybody else should play themselves. So if we have an understanding, like, I'm attracted, I let it be known. You're, if you're attracted and you let it be known, okay, now we can move on a, you know what I mean, an even plane and we can progress together as opposed to trying to figure out whether or not, what's the, I don't like, if I'm going to play a game, I got an Xbox at the crib. Mm. I got, you know what I mean, board games, Scrabble. I love Scrabble. You know what I mean? It's games on my phone. If I'm going to play games, I, I'd rather play those than trying to figure out playing mystery and who killed the butler in the pantry on the third floor or something. Like, I don't want to do all that extra shit. Right. You know? 
happened because right. we're not playing clue out here, right? At all, you know what I mean? Right. So your your man's like I said, I only caught a, a a snippet of what he was saying. First of all, he doesn't speak well, and I feel like if you're on the platform. His war, yeah, he, his war with the English language is evident. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm struggling to grasp what it is that you're trying to say. Write it down first, you know. Something. Get a teleprompter <laughs> or something. I don't, reading ability is, you know, where it needs to be yeah. for to be on a public platform. But I'm like, on that type of stuff. I will say, uh -huh. um, while I am not... <laughs> tomatoes might get thrown at me now. <laughs> <laughs> um, in regards to, you know, the late Kevin Samuels. Uh -huh. I was a follower or, you know, I'm not not in the cult. There were things that I saw that he said that I didn't disagree with. Me too. Where I saw the struggle or the disconnect is that he was very harsh. <laughs> like, it was no sugarcoating anything. But there are a lot of things that I feel like I saw, I witnessed him say that to me made sense. And I think if people put them, like, put the perspective on it. There are a lot of people who are not even involved in that conversation, you know what I mean? Especially when it comes to the whole high-value man. If you are in this particular financial or tax bracket, there I understand a certain, you know, thought process or the ideology that comes with that. But I'm not in that. I'm not making a million dollars a year. I'm not even making 100K a year. So right. you're clearly not talking to or about me. It's interesting what you're saying, <laughs> but right. I'm not in the demographic in what you're reaching out to. So a lot of the people who were up in arms about what he was saying i'm like you don't even fit in the category and what he was yeah. right it's not about yeah i'm not in that yeah oh i didn't listen to him at all i just caught little clips here and there and i was like yeah he ain't all well i'm not it's not about levels i think it's just that the way he approaches it is too um uh logical you know what i'm saying right. it's like well it's part of the game but it's not the whole game you know I want to give a shout out to Madeline who just came in. Madeline, are you there? Uh oh, we're having some issues. She's, she's been having issues. She's frozen. Yeah, she's, she's frozen like the the cartoon. All right. Uh, Listen, um, you know the I didn't follow Kevin Samuels, but I did hear some things that he said, and what I what was the unpopular stance is a lot of the stuff he said was direct but it was facts about how things are are being done how we handle it we don't like truth we don't like correction you know this is what we do this is who i am blah 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 there's a lot of things that we we have to be better and do better at you know you can say i want xyz but like, you know, Kente, you've heard her say, you know, if um, if we have a girl, a guy come to date our daughter, you know, what does he do for a living? You know, you want to know all these things about who he is, rightfully so. But if you got a girl coming to marry my son, I need to know what you bring. You don't come empty handed. You are not the prize. There are vaginas everywhere. So <laughs> what do you bring? So we have this society where women have said, I'm the prize. They can't cook. They can't clean. They have nothing they're adding. They are the prize. No, ma'am. You can get coochie on every corner. They can, they can get a maid to clean their house. They can have a chef come and cook mm -hmm. their food. What are you bringing? Mm -hmm. 
women bring a whole it's a it's a whole vibe in the words you know like you know to have a man come home from a chaotic day and you bring the peace he wants to get home to you to bring a level of um security you know he's a protector in that form but he knows that when he gets home you going you going to make him feel like he is that king so there's you know, we don't like that talk because we all in this women empowerment mode, which I'm not mind, mad for women having their own stuff. But I think we go too, we always go too extreme on every end. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I don't need no man, I'm every woman. And there's the other one like, you know, come find me and take care of me. Like, can we have a, can, can we have a middle ground somewhere here? Can we just, everybody play their role? Whatever that role is, it's not the same for everybody. Mm-hmm. And well, what y'all are talking about the different alpha male and all this different stuff now i'm not as into that but i do know those roles exist because of like they're, they're talking about in the the animal kingdom things of that nature but what i don't like is this alpha female right. and you wonder why you can't get a male and you're an alpha mm. female you mm. can't be an alpha female boo. that's not even what it does i'm sorry mm. i don't know where we get this mess from these I told y'all I keep making these words in these these different categories. That everybody want to be you want to be strong, but you want a man. Are you there, Madeline? Madeline. Uh oh. There you go. All right, Madeline. Welcome. Uh, now, if there is a jerk Internet Hall of Fame, these next two guys are definitely on it or in it. And uh, I have to, I couldn't do a video like this. And guess what, Angie? You get the first crack at this video. Uh, these comes from our great friends uh, who are in Florida too. So they're your homies. Uh, in uh, they they hail out of Miami. Uh, oh, they God. go by Fresh and Fit. And uh, this is uh, some great adv- sage advice that they're giving the men out there. So you tell me what you think. So here we go. This is Fresh and Fit. Having sex with 50 girls, the reason why I say you guys need to do that is because you need to understand female nature, okay? We live in a world now where there's no, like, I don't know if you guys know this. I think I've talked about this before. But one in three men, right, that's under the age of 30, 18 to 30, is a virgin. I have no clue what you just said. That means almost one third of men under 30 are a virgin. Do you guys understand that if you go ahead and get married nowadays to a woman that's sexually experienced and you're a virgin, you're at a significant disadvantage, Right? Because if you don't know what you're doing, you don't know how to navigate women properly, what's going to happen? You're going to get finessed, right? She's going to tell you these things, and you're dumbass. Oh, my God. I'm oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh, my God. She loves me for me. Bucks for oh. Oh. You know, you're going to sound like fresh. She likes me for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're going to say, say all this dumb shit. She does like me for me. <laughs> for, for what I offer. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the next thing you know, everybody's going to be laughing at you. So, so the thing is this. you got to understand uncomfortable realities about women. And one of the most uncomfortable realities is women tend to live opportunistically. It is what it is, guys. It's hardwired into them. You know, just like us, well, titties, yeah. Like, we like them for their vanity. They like us for the security. It is what it is, okay? That's when you boil it down to to a hardwired, um, from a hardwired, you know, um, social evolutionist standpoint or human evolution standpoint, that's what it comes down to. So, so. The reason why I say 50 girls is because you're going to be in a position where you're going to understand how female, how women think. Yeah. And then most importantly, you're not going to be swayed by sex. Okay. A lot of guys tolerate a lot of from women because they're sexually inexperienced. But once sex isn't that big deal for you, now you can look at the woman for what value she actually brings outside of the sex. But if you don't know what the you're going to be like, oh my God, she's giving me box. I don't care. She doesn't cook for me or clean for me or help me, but God damn it, she gives me box. All right, all right. So, 
you know, they have the 10,000 hour rule, right? You do something for 10,000 hours, you become great at it. So he's basically saying if you screw a lot, then you know how to deal with women. So, uh, so what do you think? And he says this number is you got to get to that 50 mark before, before you can really deal with women properly. Do you agree with that? Absolutely not. Because you have 50 women and all 50 can be different. And you can get one with that box, that work, and she make you think you can't do nothing. You done thought you had 50 women tell you amazing. You get the one with that that box that do something for you, and you are like you ain't did nothing. And she still have you around here talking about it's amazing. So they ain't got nothing to do with it. Shut up, boy. Have all the seats. Okay? Because if you don't know how to please your woman, because you can stick your dingling in a hole, and and do whatever but if you don't know how to please your woman then repetition doesn't mean that you are good at it yeah but i don't they weren't saying necessarily being good at sex they were saying that no sex, you'll be desensitized to sex that's not true how many men it's a lot of men we just talking about men being hoes right, right? there's a lot of men that have had sex with more than 50 women right got a good wife at home and still hoes that doesn't mean you're going to desensitize. They, men are visual. Uh -huh. So I like what I see. And women now sell sex a lot. You know, everybody. No, no, everybody no I, I think what he's saying is when you don't have a lot of sex or you're inexperienced. I'm now you got me uh, uh, defending their point or <laughs> which is no, funny. I hear what you're saying. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I vehemently, vehemently don't agree because mm -hmm. I do not believe that. Having a certain amount of sex desensitize you because if you're cut up, if you're a guy that's a really emotional guy, like some mm -hmm. guys are emotional, mm -hmm. right? And it don't matter if it's a chick that you like, she give you that box, then uh, hey, mm -hmm. I, that's just me. I is don't there any, okay? Is there any truth to what they said, Madeline? Um, sure. That uh, I didn't get this that, you. Yeah. It cut out. What was oh, it? Okay, what, what he was saying is guys who are inexperienced with sex if they have a lot of sex if they can hit if they can get 50 lays in then they can deal with women better because they won't be so consumed with getting some they'll be experienced coxmen that's uh I, I, I use that word that's an old school word uh and now it's like oh, okay i'm going on a date with madeline no big deal because i'm used to getting it so i ain't i ain't worried because I'm experienced, you know what I'm saying? But now if I go in on a date with Madeline and I've only maybe had one woman or maybe zero, then, you know, cause you know, women inherently are, are evil, right? So I mean, this is their words, not mine. Women are inherently evil. So if you don't, if you're not, if you're so Trump, if you're so, uh, your eyes are so big and bold because of the sex, you know, that you, you want to get out of it, you know, so when you do your little evil women trips, <laughs> you'll lost. be ready I for have it. No are you high? Yeah, because because uh, he said women are. Uh, what did he say? What was his term? Well, he 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 um he says they're going to manipulate you right because they have good thoughts, basically. Right. And so you don't know how to do it. You ain't had enough sex, so you need to have a lot of sex. So when you have sex with whoever you're trying to get, she won't. Or when you get married or whether she won't use you and manipulate you with her sex. sex. Yeah. Okay. Um, I dated somebody who was inexperienced because they lied to me and said that they were. 
I don't do any evil woman tricks. If you don't have any experience, I normally wouldn't date you. And the last person I did date had no experience, but lied to me and said that they did. And it was the worst fucking experience. Uh, I would never, I would never recommend doing that. <laughs> never recommend doing that again. Teach them, teach them what you like. Yeah, like they lied to me though. I wouldn't have dated. I wouldn't have dated a dude. Them what you like? Huh? No man That's wants to come and say, "Hey, I'm a virgin." But he, so, but he, I mean, he, he got what he wanted in the end because he lied and he got what he wanted. Still got so yeah. which like, makes him he won. Kind of, or it makes him a rapist. So do you win in the end if you're a rapist? That's not right. That has a rapist. Right. No, it is. It's not you cannot consent to something. Okay, let's say this, right? You can't okay. consent to something that was not told to you truthfully. I did not consent to date somebody who did not have having sex, right? I did not consent to that person. I consented to a lie, and if this was a court of law. That person would be oh, that I called, not no, 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 no. Maybe I worked for eight years, baby. No, ma'am. No. Did you no, consent to have sex? If he told you he had a million, if he was a millionaire what? and you had there sex with him, called. that's not, a, a, that's thing not called. a lie. I know, I know what she's talking about. about. There, there, no, there's a thing called rape by deception. I think that's not because of I say I'm good. Yeah, it's a rape by deception. Um, what is it? The what is his name? That really famous, the guy who's becoming the famous philosopher, um, Peterson. Dr. Jeffrey, Peterson, Jordan whatever Peterson, his name is. Jordan Peterson, yeah. Yeah, Jordan Peterson is the one who actually said, like, if you lie to a woman under false pretenses to get laid, what's the difference between you and a rapist? Since they're both unconsensual. No, um, but it's, it's rape by deception. That's so it's, um, yeah. Like, rape to it's me. It's not uh, like, do you win if you're a terrible person and you have to lie about who you are to get women to sleep with you? That kind of makes you a loser. That makes yeah. you lose no matter what. Oh no, Unless that guy! I, I know the guy you're talking about. He is a loser, but I digress. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that makes you a loser. Like if you yeah, have I mean, to lie, that makes you a loser. But that he was a loser beyond that issue. But we won't get into oh, that. Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna get into the fact that he's a loser. <laughs> but uh, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, does free? Does being an experience in the bedroom make you be able to? Uh, handle women better outside of the bedroom is there any translation yes what's the question oh you're, oh, you're, you're muted uh oh wait you're not oh. muted uh we can't hear you uh what's the question kente is ex having a lot of experience in the bedroom make you deal better with women um outside of the bedroom because you've had a lot of sex no dealing with lots of women outside of the bedroom makes you better in the bedroom Okay, I think so you said it's I think uh -huh. it's, it's about knowing it's a woman. It's whether you know it's women or not. If you don't know, then you don't know. Because, like, when I was a virgin, um, I knew women well. Like, I really knew them. So the, it didn't take me a long time to figure out how to please a woman well, because I was already studying them before I had sex, if you follow. You know what I'm saying? So when I had sex, I kind of already knew what to do. To a degree, you know what I'm saying. At least I knew I didn't want to hear it, but be done. You know what I'm saying. So that that was the first thing that makes sense, and from there you grow. You know what I'm saying. But you know, it's like I'm not saying I'm no woman master or anything like that. But I'm just saying you got to pay attention. If you pay attention and communicate, you make you make magic. Hmm. Okay, uh, free. Yeah, yeah. We can't hear you, free. I don't know what's going on with your uh, your sound. Uh, I mean, I don't know if there's a, you know, 
I, I hate sometimes these conversations which they make it seem like okay if you do this then this will be the outcome as if i mean it's not like you're baking a cake you know they're children right these these guys are young men they are they're the most inexperienced with women like sex is sex relationships is relationships the guy that got the juice is the guy that knows how to finesse a relationship because like the other brother that came before him that was talking all that mess about you know you know not coming on too strong and stuff like that those guys are those guys are the guys that are getting laid out there but the laid is just that's the economy it's like I come in, I get the sex, and you leave. Like I have, a, I was producing a show called Sex, Peasants, and Relationships with my friend Twyla. And she's like, yeah, when guys come in here, they're not even allowed to, you know, I'm not cooking them nothing. They, I told them that, you know, the A&W is a block down the street. You know, when you're hooking up and you're doing casual sex, casual sex is the only thing that you lose is your, your dignity because after a while, you get lonely. You want to be able to have an, a, get in a relationship where you can hug someone and cuddle. In those sort of transactional relationships, there's none of that. You know, what, I, got, I, oh. I got to call Twyla out, though. She could at least have some lemonade or some iced tea after. A <laughs> <laughs> and W, really? Yeah, she's like, but, you know, I'm, all I'm saying is that casual sex is a thing. It's its own world. And getting guys to have more sex, you don't want to do that first and foremost because if women get attached to you, that is a whole, that's like only wise men know not to be fucking around because that stuff comes back to haunt you. Because first and foremost, women talk. The word gets around quickly. You know what I mean? And, and, and at the same time, if you're lying, you're going to get caught up eventually. So it's just be honest. I when I was when I was younger, I would just be like, yeah, I'm in an open. I'm, I just want to be in an open relationship, or I'm you know like I'm not looking for anything serious, and that is that. And then you walk away from it, and there's that's the agreement. But you know, guys will never learn. And the other thing too, too about sex is that. Every woman is different. Every woman wants something different out of sex. You know, some women want you to to have like to penetrate them. Some women want oral. Some women want you to kiss this and kiss that, or they want to. You know, there's it, it, it's not a one. You you don't just get more experience with the more women that you date. You have to know her body. Her body's different every single time. That's what I said. So, you know, that he, he's a young kid. He's talking like a 14-year-old. <laughs> he wants to have a lot of sex, so he tried to justify it. Yeah. That's all. He don't sound like he's good at it anyway. Then, I'm right, not in it. I, I, went, have... I went celibate a long time. I went celibate. <laughs> I don't worry yeah. about it. No more. I, I, look, I went celibate for 13 years. It was the first 13 years of my life, but it yep. counts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is the last video, and uh, Madeline, you get this one, okay? This one uh, uh, is for the ladies, so here we go. Expectations that you should lose as a man 
dealing with a working woman. The first expectation up. is that she's going to cook for you every day. If she's working and she's working just as hard as you are, she's going to be very tired when she comes from work. So it's probably best that you guys switch and you guys help each other cook or you might want to do a dinner date throughout the week. Two, for you to expect that she does not have any men that are pursuing her while she's with you and she's a working woman, the reality of it is women who work have men that she has to work with on a daily basis. And she's going to get approached by very well-educated men with money and very fine-looking men who want to take your spot. But if you are securing yourself, you realize that your working woman is with you for a reason and you should not feel jealous or insecure. Three, you expect to have a clean home every time you come home? Well, if you're with a working woman, she's just as tired as you are. And so it's best to learn different coping mechanisms as clean as you go. Otherwise, if your house gets a mess, you better expect that it's gonna be looking a mess a couple of days out of the week or you guys need to share duties as to who cleans what and when they clean them. Four, to expect a woman to look glamorous all the time, 100% of the time, and she's a working woman, she's not gonna have a lot of time to do self-care. She's still learning how to balance it. And so you need to be flexible with the fact that she might not have her nails done or hair done 24 seven. Six, the sixth one is, if you expect her to be sexually active 100% of the time when she has a cycle each month, well, that already takes seven days out of the month. And then if you consider the seven days before her cycle where she's going through emotional ups and downs before her cycle, and then the seven days after the cycle in which her body is trying to normalize and get a great pH balance so she doesn't smell crazy or feel crazy, you need to consider those things when dealing with a working woman and just a regular woman, those things matter. Seven, you wanting her to stroke your ego by feeling needy and wanting you to help with everything. As a working woman, a lot of working women will just try to get things done because they know that you work too. And so they're not trying to stroke your ego is not that they don't want to stroke your ego they're just used to working just like you do and so they have the get it done mentality so if you're looking for her to stroke your ego by saying honey i need this i need that can you do this can i do that the working woman is not going to do that and you need to drop that unrealistic expectation I, like I, don't hear, I don't hear you. What's going on? <laughs> so I think it was, I think it was on Madeline. Kente, your thing is going off again. The sound. Yeah, he put it on Madeline. Go ahead, Madeline. He he wants you to go first. <laughs> go I ahead, didn't Madeline. Hear anything out of the video? Okay. Did you see it? Uh, uh, did anybody see the video? I saw. Yeah, I saw the video. All right. Uh, uh, go ahead, uh, Ryan. I agree. And that's where I'm in alignment. Everything that she says, I think that that's the that is the reality nowadays. There's a lot of in where I live. There's a lot of women that work in oil and gas that got their own money. I think that the you know the 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 game has changed. You got to come. It has to be reciprocal. Sometimes you got to cook. Sometimes you got to clean. Sometimes you got to do. You know, but I I, I think that. 
you know, any self-respecting man um, would understand that he's not looking for, you know, that he wouldn't get in a relationship for his, you know, to, to be in a relationship with his mom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you want to be in a relationship with, with somebody that's going to be reciprocal and take, cause like, it's, it's like, if you're working and the other person's working, working, why does the other person always got to cook? Why does the person always got to do the laundry? Why does it, you know, it, you don't have to have those roles anymore. You know, two people have the capability um, of being able to to do the house chores and, and you know, and she said a lot of things too, but I, I agree with her. I think that's kind of where my head is at now. And I've had to educate myself too about about it just to have better relationships. No, I Ryan. I got to call Hello. you out, Ryan. Okay. You anyone who knows that is bullshit, Ryan. No, the laundry is her job. <laughs> the cooking is her job. She better stroke my ego. I'm trying to remember what else she said. She yeah. better stroke my ego. She better. Uh, she look. I want my grits a certain way, with butter and some salt. <laughs> And it better be proper, or we're gonna have some issues. Okay, Ryan. So I believe in gender roles. You, she is not gonna be mowing the lawn. I'm not either because I got Jose for that. But that's don't. That's not the point. Okay, she's not going downstairs to handle a burglar because I got that. Well, I'm probably calling the police, but that's not the point, Ryan. I am going to do all the dude stuff, right? I'm going to watch the ball game, right? Gender roles. I'm watching the, the, the ball game. I need hors d'oeuvres while I'm watching the game. Why am I getting married? I need a woman to make the hors d'oeuvres, right? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that, Ryan? I, I don't know. I, I'm just biased. I was raised by my grandmother and my mom, and they taught me how to cook and clean, you know, Caribbean. They don't want me to be nasty and tink, stink up the house. So, you know, I, I just learned how to do, like, I learned how to take care of myself, take care of my family. I think we just need to upgrade the gender roles. We don't always got to be, you know, being, we just have to upgrade. You don't have to always be in those scenarios because it, the, the working environments nowadays are different than how it was back in the days. There's no such thing. Like, the stay-at-home mom trope is is over. It's different oh, No, now. it isn't. And, I, I say, and this is where I feel like I got to dis... I have to... Gender roles do exist. They, they're a lot more fluid or presenting to be fluid now. But even in my younger days, those gender roles still existed because I grew up knowing certain men who did cooking. But that's what they were nice. They were nice at cooking. You know what I mean? I saw the different I mean it works for who it works for. Ultimately, in summation, it works for who it works for. So some of the things that I heard her say as far as the unrealistic expectation, maybe it's an unrealistic expectation expectation for her specifically, but some of that what I also heard is the lack of the intent or the ability to compromise. Because what it is you're saying that you're too busy to stroke my ego, but you still want to know that I'm attracted to you. You want to know that I'm physically uh, aroused when you come in. You want to know all of these things as a person that is also working. So why is it unrealistic for me to expect that thing? As you said, the reciprocity. And I feel like that we try to make things so black and white. 
looking under this socio whatever trope that has been like why why is it I don't understand why we listening to so many people on the socials in relationship advice number one because I don't know you in real life you can get on here and say whatever prime example your boy Derek Jackson <laughs> and said all of the only to to resemble the very thing he was speaking against, the very behavior that he was speaking against. And it's sort of like, why Why am I listening? I don't know you from a can of paint. And what works for you works for you. What's not promoted enough, in my opinion, as I am on the social platform, speaking, you know, what it is my thoughts. So it's like the individuality. It's, again, not cookie cutter. We're not being manufactured on an assembly line. Right. The whole ideal of goals and relationship goals, we're looking at a frozen moment in time and saying that I would like my relationship to resemble this image that has so much time has passed, the time the image was taken and the time that I'm viewing. So why am I trying to be like somebody when I can't, if I'm looking at what I consider to be gold in somebody else's relationship, I can't recognize my own. What is it that I have? How can I, you know, identify the value in the interaction that I have with who I have my interaction with? So if I, if she needs, to, if we're both working, we got to eat. Unless we decide we just buy Uber and DoorDash yeah. and whatever else all the time. Somebody's going to have to cook. Somebody's going to have to sacrifice whatever time it is in order to make sure that nourishment is done. To make sure that, you know, things, laundry is taken care of, whatever it is. Some of the things, Ryan, that you were saying, to me, it's just... Uh, so, do you know how to feed yourself? Do you know how to clothe yourself? Do you know how to wash your ass? Can you wash your clothes? This is this is adulting before we. <laughs> right. Right. Well, you know, Sh Sherry, I want you to answer this. Yeah. Uh, there was something that she said. Look, I know I'm gonna get tomatoes thrown at me by probably by all the women for what I'm about to say, but she said on there about this, her cycle, right? That's the stupidest statement ever. Stupid. Okay, it's all right. Seven days. Yeah, seven days of the cycle. Stupid the seven days before the cycle. <laughs> the seven days after the cycle. God dang, you always cycling. You got one day. You better get it in, right? We got one week. I was like, I, I never heard of this. This is new to me. So you get 21 days out of the damn month to be cycling? This is new to me. She was saying some stuff where I felt like she titled this video Seven Expectations and she really only Un had five. Unrealistic expectations. Unrealistic. But she only had five. So she was trying really hard to come up with a couple more. That's how I like because I'm like, what? That leaves one week to have sex in the month. What's she talking about? I'm right. You know, you know what's funny too is I worked in an office building. <laughs> Teacher. Where I, I worked <laughs> I worked I worked in an office building one time and uh well motor one time, but uh and uh, we were we were working in a uh uh oh I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know you you know my this is gonna hit you like know this gonna hit me Kendra. You know how I feel about marriage, right? Uh go ahead. So I know I'm not gonna be the popular person on here at all. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I feel like every expectation she said on there 
are realistic expectations. It's right. about priority. My right. husband, my priority. Okay. Right. So I have I am married and have had five children. I had triplets, three at one time. But you know what I did? I cooked every day and I worked outside the house. You know, there's a crock pot. There's things about prepping and putting stuff, put your clothes out before, put the kids' clothes out before. It's about what home environment you want to set for your house. Amen. Okay, I put some clothes in the washer, we put them in the dryer later. It doesn't mean that he won't help me, but those are things that I said that I'm doing for my house to make his house, make his life easier. If we talk about Proverbs 31, that is what she did. She got up before everybody else did to start doing cooking and going and doing stuff in the, in the field. So we, the, I, again, we have this culture now that we are the prize. No, ma'am. I'd have sex with my husband every day if he wants it. Three or four times a day. I've never told my husband no. Now, Amen. my cycle, of course, he don't want my cycle, me during my cycle. But all that day before and after, your, and while you're behind your balance off, you funky, that's your problem. <laughs> to every woman in here, why you need 21 days to get your ph right <laughs> something ain't right with your behind 21 days a month <laughs> that's stupid look i jotted them down cook i cook clean i cook um yes men come after you what does that mean you say to think that she don't have men coming i don't think that men don't think that men come after your woman you usually want a woman that somebody else you know one is attracted to that's a thing you know somebody else want her but that's mine um look glamorous yes you might not be um, you know, the same way you look when you go out the door. But like, even before I had locks, I'm not wrapping my hair up or putting on no moo or none of that mess. No problem. I, yeah, yeah, I, th I think I thought she was crazy. Uh, and I'm sitting there like, yeah. I don't want you. I don't want no chick like that. Uh -huh. That made me finish my list. I done jot these things down. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sexual attractive, looking glamorous. She said, you can still look presentable. What my husband told me early on, he said, you go out the door looking real good. By the time I come home, you got everything tied up, wrapped up, thrown to the corner. You look a mess. So we don't do that anymore. You know, if it's nothing simple, then just making sure you got on the shirt when, you know, with nothing, just just some kind of a sex appeal so that he comes home and sees something. And stroke your ego. I will be the first. Your biggest chili, your first chili, and your last chili. So I don't know what that stupid mess you're talking about, but she going to be miserable for the rest of her life. Hashtag. Yeah. All of them, all of those are realistic, and all of those get done over here at my house. Mm. Talk to the person that's been married twenty years, five children, triplets being three. Have a good night. Mm. Yeah, I, and I'm assuming she probably is not married, or or her husband's very sad. <laughs> <laughs> One I'm of those two statements are true. It's so funny because I'm in the middle, right? I'm listening to I listen to Kente, I mean uh, Ryan and Kente, and I'm like, well, Ryan's right and she's right, and Kente, well, I, well, that's what I want. Of course, but you know, the, what's popular and all this other stuff, you know what I'm saying? But the gender roles, we got to share everything like that. But I'm an old school person, so I know what I want, you know. I'm old school too, yeah. Yeah, I'm real old school, but as far as you know, with the political correctness and the community activism, no and political, like that. Political, so, no yeah, political I'm, I'm talking about myself, I'm talking about myself, right? Yeah. So that's mm -hmm. why I kind of have to be able to appreciate all the different viewpoints. Um, uh, but she, she was, I understood what she was saying, so basically, okay, you're both working. Cause that's that's the one thing that kept hitting my ear was we're both working. I was like, mm -hmm. I don't see how it makes a big difference if you're both working. You know what I'm saying? You're both still starting at the same place. So you trying to say your man don't have to cook and the man don't have to look good, the man don't have to stroke your ego either. You know what I'm saying? So what are you together for? You know what I'm saying? We like sharing apartments. You know what I'm saying? So it's <laughs> like, 
<laughs> like you, I'm going because when you come home, I don't care if I work. I like to cook. I like to clean. I like to do all kind of things. But I'm not going to want to do it every day. And yeah, she's saying, "Don't expect shit from me when we get yeah, married." Basically, like, like I don't have to do nothing because I'm working too. You know, I'm like, well, when did that start? You know, what I'm saying because even when the woman stayed home all day, it wasn't like she wasn't doing anything. You know, what I'm saying these these women now they want to stay home and you they the house looked the same when you left. I'm like, what you doing here? You know, like you can go somewhere else and do that because I, 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 you know, what I'm saying I. You got to. I feel like we all have our part to play mm-hmm. in relationships, right? And um, you know, it doesn't matter if you work. Like, if you're a guy and you work, you still got to be the. You still got to uh, do what you got to do mm-hmm. at the crib. It still doesn't change. Get you still gotta want to go go out to you know present stuff, right? It, it, it can't turn it off. Show up and all that type of stuff, and I feel like a period don't stop nothing but a sentence. <laughs> I like that. He said a period don't stop nothing but a sentence. Yeah, I never uh, ran around. Hey man, but according <laughs> to her though, you the seven days before the period and the seven days after and the seven days during. Shut up. But then. I- <laughs> I was told that it, uh, you know, for some, it is a cramp relief. It, you know, releases certain uh, endorphins to stop headaches. Uh, makes the the cycle easier. You know what I'm saying? Like I've all of these like when I was married before, those were the you know the th- the list of things that was helpful to her and I guess to both of us. But I'm like, okay, I didn't even know. Yeah, you got to communicate. You got to do it a certain way. Yeah. It's not you pounding. You know. You, you know. know it's all. You know life. who the least is the least sympathetic about a woman's period is. Oh. Another woman. <laughs> 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 like I was working at a um at a, the office, right? And we were all working on this project, right? It was men and women, and one of the people that you know we all had to carry our weight on this project. And one of the women, she came to work and she was complaining about her period was really bad or whatever. But she's going to, you know, try to hang in there. But she kept leaving off the, you know, she wasn't carrying her weight. So the guys were like, well, we'll, we'll you know, we'll get you. You know, you're not feeling well. Man, the women in the project, they was like, man, fuck her. I get a period too. <laughs> like they they were like, hell no. Nah. No, nah, you're going to do your work. You should have stayed your ass at home, you know. So... Women are cold, more cold-blooded than us guys. We're like, oh, okay, well, she ain't feeling well. You know, the women were like, nah, nah. I work when I, when I, I, I don't, that don't stop me from working. I got to still do, do what I got to do. So, but uh, yeah, no, I thought that was pretty interesting though. But, you know, hey, that's what it is. Uh, I was going to say that it's anecdotal. Everybody has their own experience. But what I notice is that, culturally like in canada we don't have like when i listen to canadian brothers and sisters we don't have those conversations about those gender roles because a lot of canada is um you know especially in toronto and stuff like that they're very like liberal right a lot of things have changed like as far as you know there are just different rules in terms of feminism and and whatnot and that's incorporated into our culture so you know it's not unheard of for you know to hear someone like her speaking like it's normal for us like it's something that you shouldn't expect yeah. you know but but when you go to smaller towns or older cities where people have their culture and have their ways it's different when i went to guyana 
Guyana is, is more like, you know, how you guys are talking about, right? It's traditional and marriage and, you know, gender roles, but here it's different and it's normal, but you know, we don't lose sleep over the fact that she's not cooking dinner. We order skip the dishes or DoorDash or, you know, Look, or I'll cook or she cooks. Like I know, used to, have, I used to own a catering business, so I'm, I'm great in the kitchen. Right. So I know how to cook. But I would never, <laughs> ever settle down with a woman that would not cook. I'm not saying she has to cook every day, blah, 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 three meals a day or whatever. Maybe two and a half meals a day. No, I'm just playing. But uh, no, I'm saying, though, like, no. To me, that is absolutely like, no. She got to contribute. No, no. She got to do that. It's she part of it. It's part of it. It's part of it. It's part of it. I People remember, have to uh, contribute together. I don't, don't want she... to throw Shannon under the bus, who used to be my co-host. And shout out to Shannon, wherever she's at. I'm trying to get in contact with you. Uh, but Shannon used to say one of the things that she didn't like was, oh, if when I got with a guy, one thing I won't do is clean the toilet bowl. And I'm like, you do it now. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh you, you do it now, so all right, uh, all right uh, sh uh, Sherry. But I'm like, uh, do you, uh, you know what I would say to her is that you're gonna be cleaning it just like you did before, before you had me. So what? You, you would you inherit a toilet bowl cleaner? Mm -hmm. <laughs> would you? I don't like it either. Who likes cleaning the toilet? But anyway, I digress. Uh, I want to thank everybody so much for coming on the show. Um, this was awesome. Uh, I want to say this. I'm gonna say this before we all say goodbye. Next week we have a special episode. We're doing our poetry night, our second poetry night. And if anybody read wants to read, come on and read poetry. And please let me know. I know Ryan is coming on. Uh, I don't know if C will if you do poetry. I know Anthony does. So if you can hop on, share us some of your great poetry. He's in our writers group, uh, Anthony, and he'd be. That dude, man, he, he's really talented cat. Uh, come on. You know, it doesn't have to be your thing, but, uh, you know, it, we always prefer it to be yours. But, it, you know, if you want to just read something that you like, that's next week. So, uh, you know, we're asking um, the people just to come on. Uh, we'll kind of, you know, introduce you a little bit. You read your poem and then we'll talk about it. And we, you know, we'll do the old. I don't know if y'all remember the um, slam poetry back in the day, the finger snaps and all of that stuff. On the black hands. Uh, Oh. Yeah, I used to, man, I used to be, I was telling this to Ryan before yeah. the show, I was like all over that scene back in the day. I was always there. I was, I was sitting there watching and, um, and, uh, but what I got disenchanted with it because I felt like a lot of the poets weren't really saying nothing. So I used to joke about, I could go up there and just make up some shit <laughs> and I bet you I get a standing ovation. And my friends were like, my friends were like, I don't, I don't, uh, you just talking trash, right? So I said, so what I did was I, I went up there. I'm not a poet, right? And I had an empty notebook and I acted like I had, I'm re going through looking for my poem. <laughs> and then I just literally made up uh, a poem called uh, Living in a Fish Tank. I don't remember what it was because it was right off the top of the head. And my friends were in the back dying laughing because they know I was full of boo boo. <laughs> And because and they actually got in, they actually was almost gonna get in trouble because they were like, "You don't laugh when someone's doing the thing," <laughs> and they're laughing because they know I'm. It's like a bit for me, you know. Right. And uh, so I, 
did this made up poem, poem that got yeah, eight eight during it. And afterwards, I got a standing ovation and I went to the back and they were like, you're a fool, you know, <laughs> so. So uh, but I enjoyed that I scene, though, during that time. And I, I love poetry. Maybe I'll read something from somebody or who knows, maybe I'll make up something in a week. But that's next week. Uh, we will be doing our poetry, uh, our second poetry uh, jam. So uh, but let's start off with C. Will. How can we get you in so social media and stuff? And when we going to get some music out of you, bro? You know, all I'm right, going to ask all you, you uh, great musicians and stuff. So, yeah, I got my guitar in the corner. Oh, you can't see it. But anyway, I'm, I'm working on it. Um, I uh, you can find me on Twitter at C. Will Builder. Just the letter C. W.I.L.L. Builder. And everything else, I'm C will inspire. So uh, you know, C will C W I L inspire. So I'm on uh, Instagram most of the time. I'm just getting on uh, TikTok. I'm trying to follow you know our brand savant there and and, and rock out to the TikTok. But uh, that's where I'm at. And uh, you know, the music's gonna come. Uh, I'm I'm uh, like Erica Badu. I'm very sensitive about my sh so I keep it to myself. <laughs> but uh, I but I I'll share it when I you know kind of um, get some more space to breathe. You know, as far as with all the business stuff I got going on. But that's where you can find. You me. know, we got three in here, so maybe y'all can do a. Uh, what was that thing with? Uh, what was that group with Keith Sweat and uh, Gerald Levert? <laughs> what was it? LSD or LT? What was that? What was it? LSG, LSG, yeah. right? Y'all could do a with a FCB or something, or FCR or something like that. I thought they were, I thought they were called emotional bitches. Have you seen them arguing? Oh, that's cold. They were arguing. You ain't all right. the time. Yeah. These brothers, man. You ain't right. What about you, Free? How how can we get you in social media? And and uh, do you have any music or anything or anything that we can check out? It's been a while um, yeah. since we talked. Social media is free real f r e e p h a r e a l. Um, I do actually. That's Instagram. That's Twitter. I'm not on Twitter very much, and um, that's mainly those two places where I am. I have a TikTok, but I never. I haven't put anything on it. I don't know know how much I am or am not going to use it. But um, so I'm on those platforms. I do have music coming. I'm actually releasing my first like official single. I put out music before, but Mm -hmm. My first official single this summer, probably in in July. Um, I was just recording a couple about a month ago. I went up to Detroit, um, met up with some folks, and so we got some. I got some music that I'm working on. Um, as far as that's concerned, and I'm going back to the filmmaking side of things. So I'm building up my gear and then equipment mm -hmm. and things like that. So I'll, I'll be filming a lot uh, here in the coming months, the end of the summer probably throughout the fall and the remainder of the year. Um, so, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. And and a big shout out to your brother, Dedrick. It's been a mi minute, but uh, uh, I know he's had some life changes, good life changes. Uh, yeah, yeah. With, with uh, you know, um, his child, right? And, um, yeah, I, and I think it a one-year anniversary for his wedding. He's been married a full year now. I was the best man at his wedding, um, so that's dope. Congrats. Um, and yeah, they they get into it, man. They they a year in. That's what's up, man. I love it, man. I love it. And Ryan, how can we get you on social media? And do we got any music coming from you? Yeah, actually, um, I have a album that I quietly released 
um, and I got millions of views on Facebook and I'm still waiting to get, you know, like I had one song that I released on reels that had over like a million uh, likes, but I, I, I haven't gotten paid from, from, uh, from Facebook, nor have I gotten paid from TikTok. And I got over a million views on one of my videos that oh, had wow. my song in it. Um, so it should be like a $2,000 check apparently. But yeah, you can check the album. It's on it's on Spotify called Chance, um, and it, the the name is Sabian. <laughs> but I love um, it. yeah, Sabian, and um, you can reach me at um, uh, Sabian Academy on TikTok, uh, Hustle Zone on Facebook. Sorry, Hustle Zone on Instagram, and Calibrated Dyslexia on 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 TikTok. All right, man. I'm so proud of you, man. All of you guys. You guys are doing great. And Angie, uh, thank you for coming in tonight. How can we get you in social media? And uh, do you got you and your husband still do your show? Yes, we actually change our day to Saturday. Oh, okay. Um, but we have Black Love United um, marriage group. But we talk about relationships. We have single people in there. Can't say no. We have crazy conversations like this as well. But we are uh, traditionalists <laughs> when it comes to marriage. Um, I'm not in a dictatorship, but I do believe in, you know, the traditional source, um, course of marriage. And uh, we just have those conversations and we enjoy what we do. We, are, we have 27,000 on Facebook. I'm trying to get my life together on TikTok and YouTube. We have it, but I'm not busy on there. So I got to get it together. But um, follow us at Black Love United. On every social platform, yes, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, everything. We're there. And, and you know, kudos to you and your husband. You guys are amazing people. And last year we had you guys on the show, uh, which was funny in this is you guys are a great Christian couple. Uh, and and the week before we had like some swingers on <laughs> a swinging couple. So it was like a big difference, you know, uh, week, week to week. And uh, I, I definitely wanted to have them on first and then have you guys on first just to show like, you know, uh, and, and shout out to them. They're, you know, they're doing great things, but uh, uh, you know, it, it was just, it, it was interesting, the difference, you know, in, in shows, but, um, but uh, uh Thank you, and give uh, give our love to your your husband, and I'm gonna make sure I check out your program. And uh, you can get me at Kente F on Twitter, Kente Ferguson on Instagram, and of course the website is theindyradio.com. Uh, That's the i n d y radio.com. Uh, we have a show called Pilot Season where we look at TV show pilots, um, and we were on Tuesdays. Now we're gonna be on Wednesday nights at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern. And the, sh the show we're doing is uh, The Sopranos. So uh, uh, we've done so far, we've done um, Gilligan's Island, we've done um, The Golden Girls, we've done Homicide Life on the Street, we've done Lost, Twin Peaks, and uh, and I know the next one after that is uh, Sanford and Son, the pilot for that. So I'm very excited about that show. So we're going to try to do different TV show dramas and stuff and kind of review them. That'll be, that's Wednesday nights at uh, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. With that said, you guys have a great rest of your week. God bless you. Peace. Don't lower your standards. Amen. Positive